Hey guys, welcome to the Evening Brew Podcast, and today I'm Samu Sajid, and today we're going to talk about what's going to happen in Afghanistan. So, fires. I think regarding what's happening in the world right now, the Afghanistan incident is the biggest. And to be honest, you know, at this, this is a chance for us to look back in the Afghanistani history and how did you know the Taliban originate? How did America get involved? And you know, how this thing actually ended up happening? How did the Taliban, after 20 years of fighting, take over the government? And How did this entire thing happen? So I think you know, we'll just begin with you know. I think how the Taliban originated. I think it, it the entire thing started between the Cold War with um, you know the Soviet Union and the U.S. And at that period of time when uh, you know Soviet Union was sort of fighting with the Afghan forces in the countryside of Afghanistan at that point. Even though the Russians were winning a lot of battles at that point, like overall from the war scene, they were sort of losing because eventually in time, the Afghan forces would actually, you know, um, figure out that they would just hide in the mountains, right? Yeah, and, basically using guerrilla tactics. Yeah, and then when the when the like Russian forces would flock with their helicopters and their weapons and everything, they would just spot them from afar and hide in the mountains. So at at that point, the Russians couldn't do anything. I think at that point things started getting bad because. The war tide was turning, and the Afghani people were just defending themselves well. At that point, Russians couldn't exactly differentiate the countryside people of Afghanistan from the, you know, the guerrilla forces. And what ended up happening was that, you know, the Russian government decided, or the Soviet Union decided that they were gonna, you know, mass murder, right? So they were just gonna mm. kill whoever stood in their way in Afghanistan, and it started. They started mass bombing. They started annihilating people. And at that point, the Afghanistani people actually decided that you know they wanted to send their kids, the the women, the country, and the elderly people to other countries, right, to to evacuate the country. Most of the people actually went and took refuge in Pakistan, Pakistan. right? Yeah, yeah. They took refuge in Pakistan, and these kids would grow up in these refugee camps. And meanwhile, the men who could fight, like even teenagers, were given guns, and the people who could just protect the country stayed. And you know, many rebel groups in Afghanistan fought, but they knew who were they're fighting with, right? They're fighting with the Russians. And at that point, the U.S. wanted to help. You know, they wouldn't let the Russians just, you know, take take over Afghanistan like that. So they provided um, a rebel group named, uh, you know, Mujahideen with stingers. Like they were lock-on rocket missile rocket missiles that would just go and hit the helicopters. The thing is, a big tactic that played. You know, for the Russians to do the mass murdering was actually um, a helicopter, right? The helicopter would just be flying around Afghanistan, and they would take the hits like normal artillery artillery strikes that the Afghani people would you know, throw at the helicopter. The helicopter would stand that, but then fight back with much more powerful weapons. The Afghani people didn't have anything to defend themselves, and it was basically a flying tank. Yeah, exactly. And at that point, with the U.S. support, with the weapons that they got. They started shooting down Russian planes, two or one Russian planes every single day. The helicopters, I guess. They started they started shooting down the helicopters um, every single day. Two or three helicopters would go down, and the war tide was changing. At that point, when Russia was sort of losing the war, and they just pulled out because of the economic difference, because one Stinger would cost forty thousand dollars, one helicopter loss would cause them ten million loss. So that was a big thing. And then after a while, the Mujahideen started taking over the entire nation, right? And it was just, mm-hmm. um, it was just crazy because 
when the Kabul um, Communist Party wanted to, you know, negotiate peace with them, the Mujahideen wouldn't agree. And, you know, after taking over the entire country, the Mujahideen sort of turned into, into like violent activities like rape, raping people and then um, robbery and they'd, like rebel groups, like people would just, um, you know, mass bully um, villages and then take whatever they want. At that point, you know, that whole generation of kids who grew up in these refugee camps actually started developing in Pakistan. They, was, they started learning fighting in Pakistan in these madrasas that would teach them combat skills. Right, because they their their wish was to take back and go back to the country and take over the entire country and apply the Sharia laws, right? So they would uh, get their e- regular e- education from these religious schools like called madrasas in Pakistan, and and later on, one of these you know, you know groups in among these refugees started fighting along the Pakistani and Afghanistani border, and then when the Pakistani government recognized them, uh, you know they started supplying these groups with weapons, and these groups eventually were called the Taliban. And what the Taliban actually means is a plural word for student in Arabic. I think that well, that's I a very that. exactly that's a I very fascinating that. thing. The Taliban means student in Arabic. And then sort of with all of the Pakistani forces backing the Taliban up, they suddenly had mass weapons and trucks of ammunition, advanced weaponry, and people, a new generation of fighters, right? Who who were backed up by a strong government and they started fighting the mujahideen forces and they started taking over the land they they started taking over the places and for the afghani people this was actually good news if you think about it because mujahideen weren't you know nice people they were raping people whenever they want and mujahideen while controlling the country they sort of turned against each other when they took over the country right they were just fighting with each other and at a point at one point you know Uh, certain areas in Kabul would just turn into rubble because of, because of the mass murdering and fighting and whatever you know they would just turn against Bombings, each other yeah yeah what the mujahideen basically did to Kabul was what the russians did to the countryside they were just no different right and they were corrupt they were really corrupt and then the taliban when they came they started killing rapists they started applying sharia laws for the afghani people it seemed like justice right they were just doing the right thing but yeah to them know, it was like taliban were the heroes yeah exactly But the Taliban were religious extremists. You have to understand one thing that these people were in extreme conditions. For them, the extreme was normal, right? Because each rebel groups in Afghanistan wanted to be brutal and, you know, eat each other to take each other down. And at, at, at one point, this radical amount of brutality would become normality for them. They would normalize this entire thing. When Taliban took over movies celebrating Uh, you know, festivals of other um, religions where banned movies, photos, theaters returned to mosques and people who would even go, who wouldn't even pray at appropriate times that you're supposed to pray on, they would get killed. And it was just very brutal. And it was just the entire country was run by fear. Women were stripped of their rights. And, you know, even the traditional Afghani festivals of like kite flying and everything was just banned. It was just out of the window. And you have to understand that these Taliban people weren't, didn't grow up in Af- Afghanistan. They grew up in the refugee camps in Pakistan, right? At one point, you know, the, the Pakistani people or the government, you know, didn't have enough control over the you know Taliban forces. At the point of Jedi, uh, when the Taliban took over, uh, you know, they, one of the groups announced war. They waged war on the U.S., right? And that's when things started getting messy. Like first, how did the U.S. get involved in all of this? Like, how did they end up in Afghanistan? 
oh, there was an so to start this off, there was a rebel force in the Taliban, um, which effectively waged war against the U.S. by, you know, 9/11. That was the starting point, the triggering point. So basically, what happened was the Taliban or terrorist groups they flew a plane into the Twin Towers, which was a very monumental American building, like in modern times, right? So. The, the plane crashed into the two buildings, like one after another. There were two planes, and it basically it basically killed thousands of people, caused millions of dollars in property damage, and all in all, it was a like a spit in the face to the American government, like on the pride of the American people, because it was a third world country, a terrorist group from third world country. They were attacking U.S. soil, which is a first world country, so it's an embarrassing matter for the U.S. So, in order for them to prevent this sort of thing from happening twice, they deployed their military, like in Afghanistan, to track down Osama bin Laden and the other Taliban leaders. And a lot of countries also joined in. They were known as the Allies. They also helped U.S. and they effectively they started the twenty-year war, with which uh, we are seeing the aftermath today. I think that's when, like you know. Uh, when the U.S. started actually landing in Afghanistan, they started partnering up with some of the local forces that didn't agree with the Taliban, and like the Taliban would actually, you know, one of the interesting question is Taliban would get their weapons by farming um, many, you know, main ingredients um, for drugs. Like for ex- an example, would be they would actually there were there were massive farms of poppy plants, right? And they it was the main ingredient for opium. Opium. Yeah. And yeah, they would just like you know trade opium. And um, they would trade poppy plants, and then uh, do basically supply drugs to the entire world. It was just a breeding ground for terrorists at that point. And a lot of you know when when like these rebel groups that America fought with to take over the to take over the Taliban's control over the country and just make want to make uh, you know Afghanistan independent. One of these people actually fighting alongside with the U.S. Became the president, the president of Afghanistan. Afghanistan. Yeah, yeah, and that's the most fascinating thing. And the U.S. you know waged a war of 20, 20 years, and they finally you know um, when they finally took over the government, the the Afghanistan government established. It was such a good news for because democracy was uh, democracy was back again, and you know, things were looking stable. But now, like back to the current position, that was basically we covered the history on what happened and how did America land on American, you know, on you know the Afghani soil, and look at the situation now is that you know that that was, you know, that many things happened, right? Many American missions, people dying, soldiers dying, a lot of we wouldn't go that much into details to just give you a basic idea of what happened in Afghanistan, how did U.S. land, where did the Taliban people came from, but. An entire so an entire organization emerged from refugee camps in Pakistan, right? That's Our so crazy. Rates. Yeah, and they were so uh, united because of religion. The fact of religion mm-hmm. actually mattered because, and yeah, you have to understand that some of these people are ready to sacrifice themselves easily because you know because of they religion and Allah. Yeah, yeah and, and it just it just. Matters got extreme and extreme, and now after 20 years of war, the Taliban is in power right now, and that's how, you know, the you know Joe Biden a few days ago said that, you know, they would just pull out from, you know, they would just pull out from Afghanistan and you know stop and this. This is what the Taliban were waiting for. As soon as the US military got out, Taliban were like, "This is our time. Let's go." They just and they surrounded the entire capital yeah. when they were all rushing to escape and. 
the Afghani government fell, the Taliban just went in. Like, and the president know? fled. Yeah, exactly. And it's just sad how, you know, so many years of effort from the Afghani government to, you know, um, you know, protect and establish a government in Afghanistan it just fell out of nowhere. Just fell in seconds. Mm-hmm. Just fell in seconds. And they didn't even do much to protect themselves, did they, Fires? Not really. The U.S. spent billions on training, supplies, and education, but but it was all wasted on the Afghanistan army because they themselves were not motivated to fight the Taliban themselves because they thought they had no chance. Like, I think one of the major ra- laws of like that the Taliban wants was to establish Sharia law. It was from the beginning they wanted an Islamic state. Sharia law, yeah. Yeah. What you know, the entire world thought when the Taliban suddenly took over Afghanistan was that. Um, maybe it w- it's going to turn out to be like an Islamic state like Saudi Arabia, but things didn't go that way because, mm-hmm. you know, Saudi Arabia had funding, they had money, they had ways to generate Oil revenue. Up, yeah. yeah, but then Taliban didn't have that. They would revenue, they would generate revenue from terrorism acts and like uh, drugs, farming yeah. drugs and everything. It just wasn't good. It was just wasn't, uh, you know, it wasn't really good. And the entire war and many rebel groups in uh, Afghanistan, it just it was just a bad area. But then again, you would then again that the you know Taliban says that they're not gonna actually um, you know take revenge on they're not gonna take a revenge. They're just gonna establish a government and run the country. And diplomacy. Do you think, yeah. Yeah. Do you think that that would be that, that would be possible? Do you think things are gonna just fall apart again? I think if the Taliban play their cards right and actually go for diplomacy, uh, they might be able to survive because. I guess. Uh, yeah, because in the end they they did not be they were not civilized they like they did not want to deal with other countries and perhaps they're now changing because they actually wanted to be a better country but uh, many people think that's bullshit because that's Taliban they're extremists so it's just empty promises right now I think yeah they would just have to we'll just have to give time and see what happened and what happens I guess um I think the mass murdering of you know what Russia did to the Afghani people were something that the, the Afghani people never expected. It was a very drastic measure because just because you can't find someone, you just burn the whole building. Yeah, that was a, that was a technical situation. Yeah, you couldn't find one criminal in the entire building. You just burned the entire building down. Mm-hmm. Like more than one million people were killed in that entire year after. Russia sort of in money. Yeah, know, I heard that in that a city, order. Like in a city when the Soviet Union was still around, they started bombing. Like that was the first target. And in the first few hours, 25,000 people died. The city was completely destroyed. Damn. It's just, just horrifying that all of this happened. Even like the American soldiers who died in Afghanistan, protecting Afghanistan. Uh, the people who didn't even protect themselves, the government didn't even do things. That's like the. It's like just sad that, well, that something yeah. this huge is happening in an entire country in the 21st century and major of the people... And the are... main goal of the US government was to get Afghanistan on its own two feet so it can fight its own war. Because the US did not come here to fight the Taliban. They were here to help establish the government and then they will fight the war. Yeah, with, with when the Taliban took over, the, the, the I think everyone has seen these scenes that videos of people clinging to planes and you know yeah, wanting to serve, planes, yeah. yeah wanting to like escape um you know 
Afghanistan and the Taliban oppression and people throwing their babies on the other side so that they could, you know, stay with the U.S. or just immigrate to another country or take yeah, recent in news, place. I think the Taliban declined the offer to want to increase the days of evacuation. So it might lead to another conflict between U.S. and Afghanistan and the Taliban, not Afghanistan. With this entire thing in mind, it makes me wonder that, like, Trump put out a tweet, you know? He said that... You miss he, me yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Now, I saw this one TikTok where it said that, you know, Trump established good relations with North Korea. Trump established good relations with Russia. And he, he mainly... The public relations sector, he did improve that a lot. Do you think... I don't know. I have really mixed feelings about... I think Trump would continue Trump. the war, in my opinion. I think he would, yeah. <laughs> because Biden he's... pulled out. Biden just pulled out. I think majority of the Biden's decisions are for good for the American people, not for the international <laughs> Because yeah. in, in, at the end of the day, it's American soldiers dying. Yeah, I think yeah. In, if you think of that perspective... Yeah, and why they're would dying I, yeah. for a war. They they're not even supposed to fight. Like how exactly. is that? Yeah. It's just this is a gruesome situation, and I think in in midst of all of this, sort of realize how privileged you are. I think rather Living than here. yeah, rather than starting an online movement or rather than just you know giving stories about you know save Afghanistan, save blah blah blah. I think people should just educate themselves about first what's happening and then. Mm. And then the we just help because yeah. yeah, many people don't exactly know what what's happening around the world or what's going on, but they just still um, talk about the issue. They put stories on Instagram and other social media just because everyone is doing it. I think this yeah. this episode would be a really the good opportunity so-called for so-called Afghanistan war experts popped up on Twitter. Yeah, exactly. People post pictures and they said, "I raised my hand for Afghanistan." Like, what does that mean, bro? <laughs> I, think- I once saw a petition for the Taliban, please leave Afghanistan. I was like, "What the hell is that? What is that kind of petition? Don't do shit." But like, I mean, the thing is, at the end of the day, um, you think educate yourself, know what's going on, and at the end of the day, if you can donate, if you can help out the cause, instead of just blindly just you know following a movement, learn more about the movement. I think that's very valuable. probably been doing i think this episode is, is a bit different from what we usually do but then i think we really wanted to talk about what's going on in afghanistan and you know for for people like us for example even me or firus if i get a chance to like do my chores or do anything while listening to a po- podcast like this where we don't exactly jump into much details but just cover the entire topic and have a normal conversation about what's going on in afghanistan i think that's an easy way to sort of consume what's going on in the in in the world and you know in hmm. Afghanistan what's the situation around like but yeah so what did you think about the massacre when you first read about it the russians were to be honest always brutal from the you know from the gulags mm, the soviet the no, mainly soviet yeah. you know was really brutal like from the gulags who look at russian history um just you know i think that's an entire topic to cover on their own but then the soviet union was just brutal themselves you know i wouldn't expect like from the chernobyl incident to the gulags and then um russian russians obsession with vodka and then <laughs> everything it's just like russia is just a whole genre by themselves if i start talking about them not russia actually the soviet union period like it's just a a whole genre of itself or a whole chapter of its own but the massacre was just 
can you believe it like they just wiped out one million people in just about a year so i guess guys if you did like this episode then drop a like and comment down below if you did make any mistakes if you want more episodes like this then comment down below and let us know contact us in instagram or in facebook or whatever you like um share like if you liked our content if you find any mistakes do let us know in the comment section and yeah we hoped we explained the situation to you and this conversation was you know a good time to hear but this has been the evening with podcast and this has been salman akhtar with fires islam and we're tuning out.